We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So uh, you guys often call in and say, you know... Young people today just don't have manners anymore. What happened to etiquette? Well, it's funny you should ask, because your humble host on the drive-in today noticed a sign at Evans and Sheridan, and without dragging the story on any longer than it needs to be dragged on, uh, we have tracked down the people who put up the sign offering etiquette classes for children 8 to 12 and then other classes for children 13 to 18. And Janine is the mom of the owner of Young Ladies of Grace, which the first time I drove by its uh, place on Worley, which is no longer there because now they're in Georgetown Plaza, I thought it was some kind of a religious cult. I mean, not going to lie. But um, Janine is with us on WBEN. First of all, why the business? Well, my daughter, Angela, is the owner, and she modeled and acted and danced in Los Angeles and New York City for seven years, Um, came back and decided that she wanted to open up a studio. And since she was in that industry, saw a lot of different things that happened to young ladies and how it kind of tears them down, sometimes builds them up, but quite often tears them down. And she wanted to open up a studio so she could invite girls in and have them see their incredible inner beauty, outer beauty, learn to dance, act, model. And during all of those things, they would be building self-confidence and self-esteem and then also establishing etiquette as well. But the etiquette classes by themselves as standalone are only about etiquette. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, without the the modeling and the acting. How about young men? Does she deal with young men at all? Because after all, if you're going to have to if you're going to have polite young ladies, you must have polite young men to serve as their escorts in later years. True. We generally um, we generally just have classes for young ladies, but we do occasionally have etiquette classes for young men. Uh, but, see, I think that would be. If you can get the young men through the door, that would be something that would be pretty awesome. Um, let's just talk about etiquette. We'll leave the acting and the modeling to uh, another day, perhaps, um, or Frank Rossi will be very upset with me uh, okay. as, far, as far as the acting is concerned. Um, for young girls 8 to 12, what is the curriculum? What do you teach? We teach a variety of different things. Uh, for example, we teach um our young ladies, how to respect their parents. We teach them um, modesty, respecting their body. We teach them how to respect each other. We teach them how to show kindness. Um, If someone looks different or is different than they are, how to respond, how to act, how to be kind, how to speak to adults when an adult speaks to them, how to make a good first impression. Um, gosh, lots, so many different things. Eye contact when you're meeting someone. How do you introduce yourself? How do you shake hands? 
Are you able to stand and talk by yourself to a different adult while your parent is standing there? Or do you kind of hide behind your parent? So we really teach them to be comfortable and to be self-confident. And then as far as 13 to 18-year-olds, I would imagine that the curriculum is somewhat different. It is a little bit different. Um, We talk about mature conversation with adults, like making strong first impressions, like with your handshake, maintaining eye contact, um, articulating your feelings and your words, um, listening and understanding and responding, like allowing others to finish their sentences before you respond, thinking before you speak, and really truly speaking from your heart with honesty and integrity. We teach them how to be assertive, Uh, how to confront someone during an emotional situation, how to articulate your true opinions without being rude or ignorant or nasty, and how to communicate. Um, We can also teach them how to verbalize their morals and values in a non-confrontational manner. Um, And that really has to do with their tone of voice. Like, what does your uh, tone of voice say? Is Is it drawing people in and having them listen to you, or is it doing the opposite? And then speaking in public with passion and confidence, being able to enunciate and articulate, and, um, and body language, being able to understand body language. Some of those things would make for great talk show hosts. Others um, would make for really bad talk show hosts. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, we're talking with Janine, whose daughter, Angela, uh, is the owner of Young Ladies of Grace, and I saw the sign about etiquette classes today. When you teach etiquette classes for young men, um, what would you teach young men? We have had classes for young men before. We basically teach them how just to be um, a gentleman, how to open the door for a, a young lady, for an elderly person, for a woman, for a man, how to shake hands, how to talk to someone with respect, how to treat um, a girl with respect, how to treat a girl on a date with respect, how to treat their parents with respect. Um, we talk about bullying with boys, you know, how to be kind to people and how to just be a gentleman. So we kind of talk uh, pretty much about everything. What do you say to the people listening right now, and I know they're out there, who are going to say, Janine, you are living in the 1950s. I'm a woman. I'm independent. I'm strong. I don't need a man to toxically, toxic masculinity-wise, open a door for me. I don't think there's anything toxic about a man being a gentleman, opening a door, being kind, treating you kindly. I just don't see how any woman would ever think that's a bad thing. Oh, I can treat myself kindly. Thank you very much. I don't need a man to do that. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just... (laughs) I I do a pretty good imitation of an angry woman, you have to admit. (laughs) Because inside every angry woman, I think there's an angry man just waiting to get out and vice versa. (laughs) Um, No, because that people... See, is it difficult teaching etiquette in 2022 when societal norms seem to change by the day and according to the dictates of the Twitter and woke mob? You know, it with the people that we meet and the parents that we have coming into our studio, we're, you know, we're really kind of following their lead. We're just reinforcing the things that they're teaching their children. It always sounds different coming from someone else. My daughter is fabulous at what she does. She really helps to instill in in young men and young women that everyone has worth and everyone 
no matter what their opinion is, deserves to be treated with kindness and respect. And if you keep that in mind, everything else kind of falls into place. What do you and your daughter, the owner of Young Ladies and of Grace, have to say about the climate, which is anything but polite, which proliferates the Internet, in particular, allegedly social media sites, which seem to be anti-social media sites such as Twitter and Facebook? Our opinion truly is that parents really need to keep a close watch on their on their children with social media. It, um, a lot of times kids don't realize what they're doing. They don't realize that everything they put on social media never goes away. It's there forever. And we talk to our students about that all the time. So we really encourage, and we talk to parents as well, we encourage parents to really be vigilant about talking to their children about the messages they send, what they put on Facebook, what they put out there about themselves, what pictures they put out there, because nothing ever goes away. Mm, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the total truth? We're talking with Janine, whose daughter Angela is the owner of Young Ladies of Grace, all because I saw the sign on the way into work offering etiquette classes for young ladies this time. I know that we have parents of young men listening. Have you an approximate date when a course for young men might be coming? I don't have one for young men. I do have, we have one coming up November 19th and another coming up December 16th. If we have enough young men who would be interested, if parents would like to sign their boys up for a class, um, if we have enough, we are more than happy to open up a class uh, for an etiquette class for young men. Well, we're going to give your phone number at the end of our conversation, um, and I would be prepared to take uh, more than a couple of phone calls on that. Do you um, have any thoughts just from your own observation and from what you hear from parents who bring their predominantly young ladies in for etiquette training about the effect of smartphones on not just etiquette, but just on interpersonal communication in general? A lot of parents feel like because of social media and everything that the kids are doing, they're really having a difficult time learning how to communicate face-to-face. They seem to always have their heads buried in their phones and, and doing things like that. And to sit down and watch, you know, five or six young people at a table not communicating, they all have their heads down and they're either on their iPhones or their smartwatches doing things. And there's literally no communication going on between young people who should be looking up, making eye contact, talking to each other, laughing, enjoying each other's company. Yeah, we think that's um, we think that's really important for parents really to try to coach their children. And, you know, we think it's okay for parents to say, no, you really don't need that device. I'm so glad you're mentioning that because, frankly, with today's society, I honestly don't know how people date. Because if you're going to get to know somebody, you have to engage in interpersonal face-to-face communication. And that is a skill which I'm afraid has diminished uh, substantially over the past 10 to 15 years. And I look, I like my smartphone as much as anybody, but I know there's a time for it and there's a time not to. Right, right. And especially young people having smartphones and having access to the Internet. It's so dangerous. It's so dangerous because unless you're policing your child, and you know exactly what they're looking at, exactly who they're talking to, 
what they're learning, what they're looking up. It's it's a it's a it's a dangerous situation. Well, it is, and uh, frankly, Seth MacFarlane in the movie Ted Two did point out that all roads to the on the internet lead to one particular place, and I'm not going to name that place, but Seth MacFarlane was totally correct. Um, we are talking with Janine. <laughs> She's laughing. Have you seen Ted Two? I um, sort of. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Janine is with us. Uh, Janine, I would like you to give the phone number for uh, any parent of uh, young ladies between 8 and 12 or 13 and 18. So let's put that together. Between 8 years old and 18 years old who want to make sure that their young ladies are ladies of grace and wit and charm and if there are parents of boys, if enough of them call you, you would set up a course for young men as well, correct? Absolutely. So what number should people call? The number that I did try to photograph, my dear, but a car pulled right in front of your phone number just as I was snapping the picture at the red light. <laughs> well, they can reach us at 716-908-8342. Again, 716-908-8342. Well, Janine, a great pleasure speaking with you. I'm so glad for our listeners who called in with the number that I was unable to photograph at the red light uh, for hooking us up with you. A pleasure to speak with you. And I might rudely stop by unannounced and uncalled for someday at Young Ladies of Grace and try to convince you I'm a 13-year-old girl. (laughs) You are welcome anytime. Thank you so much. And you can watch my appearance on Dateline following that. Um, All right. Thank you very much, uh, Janine. I appreciate hearing from you. And I love the idea. Uh, I think it's great. And thank you so much. Thank you so much. But by the way, what's your last name? You want to give it or you want to stay anonymous? Oh, no, it's on all of our paperwork, Lucas Onus. Lucas Onus. Yes. That's a 50-cent handle. Uh, that's that a $5 is. handle. I love it. Thank, <laughs> thank you very much. I really appreciate it, Janine. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. Uh, that, I'll tell you, that, the fact that they outgrew a, 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 an office space on Worley, which was not terribly small, and now they moved to the Georgetown Plaza, this gives me great hope, ladies and gentlemen, because... I have to be one way on the radio and another way in real life. Understand that. It's, it's, it's entertainment, okay? Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, guys, ladies, I want to take more calls from you coming up, but it's got to wait until after the news at 5.30 because it would be rude of me to put Nia. I love the name Nia, by the way. It's so beautiful. I would love to speak with Nia, but I can't do it now because I can't do her justice, Okay. So please, Nia, hold on or call back at about 535. Do you believe there's a place in America in 2022 for etiquette classes? I think there absolutely is. I think this is a great, great idea. It makes me want to start up a whole school for how to be a lazy, obnoxious loudmouth. I think there's a place for lazy, obnoxious, loudmouths in American society. We need to propagate, we need to educate, and we need to assimilate and aggregate together. You also got to be a little weird to do this in case you haven't figured that out yet. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So if if you saw Christopher Cross at the Riv... uh week and a half ago i bet you haven't been able to get the show out of your mind either huh it, it was just an amazing show i i'm blown away by christopher cross i just have a total new appreciation anyway welcome to the show guys it's powerly on wben and uh, it's actually been a really good show today even if the first two hours were totally not even planned i wasn't planned it worked out okay Kind of. But anyway, uh, we're talking about etiquette and manners. And we just talked with uh, Janine, whose daughter Angela runs Young Ladies of Grace. And my question to you is, is politeness still important? Is etiquette still important? In a world where we communicate less and less face-to-face and more and more going after each other on social media is politeness just one of those archaic ideas that is uh, is like putting garlic outside the door to ward off the vampires? Which is stupid because everybody knows it ought to be sage. But 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, let's go. Oh, I got to go to Nia on WBEN because um, she has just a very pretty name, frankly, and she was waiting for us for a while. Nia, welcome. You are on WBEN. Nia, hello. Hi, can you hear me? Oh, now I can. Hello, my dear. Hi, thanks for having me on. Well, obviously, the uh, subject has struck a chord with you. What's on uh, your mind? Yes, I actually discovered Miss Angela's classes last year. I have a daughter who's turning eight tomorrow, and uh, when I saw the words etiquette, um, I, I was immediately drawn to it. It's something that we feel very strongly in our house. We actually homeschool, and, um, and it's something that we've put into our curriculum and we make time for. Um, you know, besides the reading and writing, we feel, my husband and I, that etiquette is right up there with skills that we want them to have for a lifetime. And uh, a, fu- a funny story about the whole uh, feminist thing. Uh, when my husband and I were dating, I was in college. I played basketball at Canisius. And, uh, I, you know, I thought of myself as a very strong woman. And when we were dating, he, he went to open the door. And I was like, no, I, I got it, you know. And I, I went to open the door myself. And he just looked at me. And he said, don't steal my joy. He said, I know you can physically open the door. He said, but I'd like to do this for you. This brings me joy. And, and I never really thought about it that way. Um, And now we have a little guy ourselves uh, who's five. And ever since, you know, he was two years old, we said, okay, Nigel, hold the door for the ladies. And he would just light up. um, And and I, you know, and if someone doesn't let him hold the door, he gets sad. He said, oh, that's my joy. So we've we've sort of um, just seen that it's 
we don't see it a, a lot anymore, um, spoken manners and actions. And I think that people actually find it refreshing when you do treat them with respect and, um, you know, do those things because you want to, uh, because you care about them and you want to be kind. Um, yeah. And then for our daughter, it's just, we've seen a world of a difference um, as far as confidence and poise, teaching her values and ethics through manners. And um, I've just really seen her grow in her confidence um, by learning about how she was made and that she's beautiful inside and out and how to show respect and also demand to be respected from other people. Wow. Uh, this, this is, see, this is really powerful stuff. I mean, um, obviously we don't want uh, a world of, of narcissists, but that the whole point of, of etiquette is that if, if you love yourself, you also need to uh, be kind of cool to other people. Um, unless of course they're coming at you, then you can, take the gloves off, but, uh, which I'm all about. But anyway, that's, that's very interesting. Um, Nigel, is that a family name? It is. Yep. Uh, he's named after uh, my father-in-law. So Bates, it's probably one of the most English names that you can have. Yeah. I was going to say, at least you didn't name him Norman. That would have changed the uh, playing field uh, spectacularly. Exactly. Norman Bates, by the way, was uh, uh, psycho Alfred Hitchcock. Never, never heard of him. No, uh, yeah. Him. Norman who? What? Uh, but Tony Perkins. But anyway, uh, that, that is super cool. There's another name that I love. Declan. Declan is such a cool name. Uh, but anyway, I, sorry, my kids lost out on cool names, uh, but that's th those them is the breaks. Um, well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you are uh, you saw results from the etiquette classes. Um, and when Nigel's little boyfriends come over to play, is there a distinct uh, difference between his behavior and manners and how he carries himself and the other ones well um <laughs> he's still five so um we are still uh, a work in progress as we like to say so um you know is he where we would like him to be no but we always tell him that we're always growing and learning in this area also um and so i think that um you know, just trying to repeat some of the same things um, that, that we would like to see. So when we do see it, it is really nice and refreshing. Uh, for example, one of the things, and, and I think it's just taking the time out of your day to teach these things. And I used to be a public school teacher for almost a decade. Um, and I found that, unfortunately, the way the curriculum is, we don't really have time to teach character education much anymore. Yeah, you're too and busy. That, you know, today's teachers yeah. are too busy teaching five-year-olds that even if they have a PP, it, they can probably be a girl and vice versa. Yeah, there's there's a lot of other distractions going on, that's, that's for sure. And I think that... Um, you know, one of the things that, that we said is, okay, we want to really make time for things that we want to see. One, one example that my kids, I was like, wow, I never really thought that we need to have a discussion about this. It's how do we receive a gift? And so we had a birthday party, and I think they were like three and one, you know, and I noticed my three-year-old just wasn't opening the cards first, ripping, you know, tearing through the, the wrapping paper, not even saying thank you, and just it struck me that I haven't really taken the time to show her how do we receive gifts how do we, you know, what if you already have the gift? What if you didn't want the gift? What, you know, someone took time to write a card. Let's read the card first. And I think it's all these little things that um, as parents right now with everything going on in the world, there's so many distractions. There's so much, I'd say the curse of busyness 
um, that that these these teachable moments get lo- get lost. Um, and so for us, we're just trying to be intentional with our time. And I think that that's what Miss Angela and the young ladies of Grace. That's what she's trying to do as well as be intentional. Um, and, and we don't we don't see it around here, so it's refreshing. Yeah. Now, as somebody who's trying to teach, uh, and we're, we're talking about manners and etiquette and whether there's still a place for them in 2022, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. So as somebody who's trying to teach your kids how to behave and be polite and all that kind of stuff in the real world, uh, you're calling on a cell phone. Whereabouts is it you live um, I'm actually in the village of Williamsville. So oh, okay. I was per- there at one of those lively village meetings where you spoke. So oh, that was, uh, perfect. That was fun. <laughs> this is, okay, this is absolutely perfect. Okay, you're on Evans, and somebody pulls out of the Rite Aid parking lot, gives you about three feet, pulls right out in front of you because they're in a hurry to get somewhere, then they slow down to 10 miles an hour and stay at 10 miles an hour after they've totally just cut you off. As a parent trying to teach manners, how do you refrain in that situation? Because I must be honest, my kids learn some very creative and polysyllabic swear words from their father at a very young age. Um, That's actually a good example and one that... um my husband and I are wired a little bit differently. So um, it was definitely a topic of conversation, the whole road rage. And, you know, when, when we're in certain uh, uh, situations driving. And so I always, I came up with this thing early on. I don't tend to kind of get upset uh, quickly about those things on the road. I can kind of get upset about other things. That's not one of them. But I said to my husband, I go, look, anytime someone does something, it's silly. Um, I always try to assume either the best, like I I say, just assume that they actually have explosive diarrhea. This is a really great trick. (laughs) If you just say this person has explosive diarrhea and that's why they're driving like that, you all of a sudden are very compassionate towards them. That's that's a really great example. There, that's a really. I mean, if somebody's a little crude, I don't know if that's good manners. Might be a little crude, but it helps me to not. Um, yell and scream. No, what you can do is uh, you can say, you know, they're prairie dog in it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, um, thank you. J- J- Josh is laughing. I believe he's laughing in the next. Uh, I got that from Rat Race, the movie. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate the call, Nia. Well done. Well played. Yeah. All yep, right. Thank you. Okay. I, if some, okay. So if somebody's driving like a maniac, they, and I've, I've done this too, not perhaps the explosive diarrhea, uh, but. I will just assume that there's maybe their parent is desperately sick and they're on the way to the hospital or something. But if somebody pulls in front of me when there's nobody, like this has happened to you. It probably happened to you when you drive home right now. You're driving along, right? Nah, 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 nah. Nobody behind you. Car pulls out like it has to really get somewhere because it just cut you off. Nobody behind you. All they had to do was wait, but they slow down to 20 miles an hour. Why would you have to pull in front of somebody when you're, there was one car coming, nobody behind them, yet you pulled in front of that car only to die to slow their progress? Really? Again, for our Canadian listeners, I do speak Canadian. Thank you very much. Uh, everything from A to Z. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Manners. Is there still a place for manners? Are manners dead? Here's uh, Bob in uh, Buffalo. Robert, uh, Robert, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Um, so first let me like preface this with 
I believe there's a big difference between etiquette and just having respect and courtesy and being kind to people. Etiquette to me is, it can get a bit classic. And when people are taught perfect etiquette, like, okay, you have to work from the outside in with your silverware, you have your drink on the right, your bread on the left, and all that kind of stuff, and don't put your elbows on the table. And then those people will look down at people who maybe never had the opportunity to learn those skills. Those same people that were never taught those etiquette skills, I'm using hand quotes as I'm talking. But somebody, um, somebody, if, I, if you will allow me to interject, but sure. somebody who's been properly trained in etiquette um, will immediately make the assumption that the person has explosive diarrhea. Uh, let me rephrase that. Uh, somebody will automatically assume that the person didn't receive the training that they had re- had received. But contrary-wise, Bob, I would argue that in a business setting or a dating setting with somebody who is classy that you want to get down with, that um, you are going to be judged on your table manners. You're, you don't want to be stuffing food in your mouth like uh, it's the last meal in the trench before the angriff, the attack. Yeah, but what if you're trying to impress a competitive eater? <laughs> well, that's a special situation with its own special set of rules. Number one, never try to tackle Joey Chestnut. <laughs> um, but continue. No, I mean, uh, yeah, and... Don't get me wrong, like, I was raised with a mom who was in sales, and she would often bring my brother and me to um, the dinners that she would host for sales reps and everything. So I learned all this stuff at a very young age, and it very much instilled in me. And Hey, Bob, I, uh, Bob, I hate, I hate to do this, man. i I got to put you on hold. Otherwise, I'm not going to be polite to my sponsors, so please hold on. I want to talk to you more, but... Uh, uh, the rules, them is the rules. Uh, let's get back to the call on WBEN. It's uh, Bob in uh, Buffalo, and we're talking about etiquette and politeness uh, because of the sign I saw on the drive into work. Please continue, sir. You were talking about your mom taking you on sales calls or sales dinners. Yeah, we didn't go on the calls. But, yeah, yeah. when she would uh, uh, host dinners for, like, uh, vendors and whatnot, um, we would often be dragged along, you know, maybe if dad was working or whatever. And, you know, so I learned at a very young age how to hold myself with that kind of etiquette. And we were also taught that, you know, even though we were taught how to act this way, we were never to look down on somebody who doesn't. And that, I think, for me, is the big disconnect of etiquette and courtesy. Because you can have all the etiquette in the world, but you can still be a nasty, unkind person. And, like, looking down at somebody who uses the wrong fork or maybe just doesn't know the high society things. And that is what bothers me about the etiquette part is it just it furthers these, you know, perpetual divides we have in this nation. And you know, the higher society could afford, say, those etiquette classes and could afford to send their kids to, like, a boarding school or reform school, whatever, you know. Well, reform school and boarding school are kind of two different things, bro. Reform school, they're going to learn a whole different set of skills. 
here's how you pick yeah, up the soap in the shower. Uh, but well, anyway, uh, you know, I, I understand. You know what I'm saying, at least, I mean. Um, I, mean, I, I kind of do and I kind of don't because I don't like people who um, put on airs, but right, I exactly. also, it's the air that bothers me. Uh, but I, I think that if somebody is properly trained in etiquette, um, they're not really going to look down on somebody who isn't. If they're properly trained in etiquette, they will make the assumption that the person they are looking at did not receive the training of which you spoke, did not have the privileges that they happened to enjoy, and that can even include having parents who gave a fig about etiquette. But I'm in agreement with you. I don't like people who think they're better than anybody else. I'm not. Exactly. I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of that in in the real world. Media land is a little bit different, but the real world, right. absolutely not. Yeah, and it's interesting because the other two callers you had, I mean, I didn't disagree with anything they were saying and how they were raising their children. I just I caution people when you teach etiquette to just make sure you teach that welcoming aspect of it too, so it doesn't create that divide and make people who they don't have those skills um not i'm not i can't exactly figure out how i'm trying to say this but not dissuaded to try and obtain that lifestyle but uh, let me let me just say though that no matter how much etiquette training you've had you could have been brought up at uh, buckingham palace There is no good response for somebody coming in and cutting a very loud and rancid fart. There's just no way around that. You got to plunge right in. You got to dive into that nose first. And we know this because Joe Biden, Joe Biden did that to the queen consort. Um, Joe Biden ripped one and the queen consort was completely well now she's queen consort she was completely befuddled it was the talk of the tabloids for a week anyway uh, well are we surprised um no i am personally not surprised uh but frankly the brits have a history of uh parliamentary fart jokes that goes back to the 1600s uh, there was one guy, you can actually look this up online because you sound like a sick kind of guy who would be do, definitely into this. Um, oh, yeah. a, as a no vote, the guy let one rip. And it was, I think it's, if, if you look up the, the story of the late fart in Parliament, it should get you to what I'm talking about. You'll laugh. It's, it's funny. There, right. were, there were rhymes written about it. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate your call, sir. And I, I'm in agreement with you. Uh, thanks, Bob. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of snooty people. Like I know a lot of people with money, but they're not snooty. Because if they were snooty, think they'd want to hang out with me? No, <laughs> not really. Uh, anyway, it is uh, 5:57, but I also don't, you know, let them rip in their boxes either. Um, it is because uh, unless there's a dog around, and that exculpates you from any possibility of blame. Well, what's your dog been eating? Apparently the same thing you have, Tom. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.